Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's good, everybody? Welcome into the Early Edge and our NFL Divisional Previews. This episode, we're talking about the NFC West, the home of the reigning, defending LA Rams. Yeah, let's take a look at some of the odds for this year. And this is going to be a fun division. To win the division, plus 120 for the Rams. Uh, To win the Super Bowl again, back-to-back, we're talking plus 1,200. Now Seattle, look how far they have fallen. Plus 15,000 to win the Super Bowl, plus 1,800. To win the division, let's bring in the stars of the show. I got the maestro here. I got Zach Attack here. And, Zach, I'm going to start with you because there is a wide receiver that may be a little bit under the radar, but you like him and his receiving prop. Who is he? Well, the L.A. Rams, they signed Allen Robinson Jr., and I love his prop over 925 and a half yards receiving. We've been robbed of seeing his potential, uh, the ceiling for his potential, with his years with the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Chicago Bears, but he still had three good seasons with Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky. Now we know Sean McVay's system has been interchangeable. We've seen monster years from Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup. You plug him in there. Allen Robinson Jr., if he stays healthy, which I think he will, he will go over 925 and a half receiving yards. All right, very good. Now, there's another team out west that when they decided to pay their quarterback the way they're playing Kyler Murray, I thought, this is crazy. This is nuts because they just aren't a very good football team. You agree. Well, last year, Coach, I had a memorable future that did not cash (laughs) on the Arizona Cardinals, but I'm going right back to it. But I think I was a year early on them, under nine wins. It is juiced at minus 140. What we've seen with this Cardinals team the past two years, great in the early part of the year, 6-3 and in 2020, last year 7-0, and and then a complete nosedive the second half of the year, 3-6 and in the final nine games in 2020, and last year 4-7 and if you include the playoffs. It, I think it's had a combination to do with Kyler Murray hitting the wall and Cliff Kingsbury's mm-hmm. play calls hitting a wall halfway through the year, and this is a team that's had plenty of offseason issues. We know D-Hop's suspension, Marquise Brown being caught on the 101 speeding in Arizona, the running backs coach getting a run in with issues there as well, and then, of course, the whole Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray contract issue. So I say take the under nine wins with the Arizona Cardinals. Well, the numbers and the projections show that this is a division that is a one-bid league, if you want to call that, maybe two, but certainly, Maestro, not three. Cardinals under nine, you like another under. Yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks under six wins. You know, this is a quarterback league, and they don't have a quarterback. I mean, they're going with either Geno Smith or Drew Locke, and you're not winning a lot of games with those two guys. You know, Pete Carroll wants to run the ball. He wants to play old-school type of NFL offense, and that just doesn't work in 2022. And then you look at the defense. So you lose Bobby Wagner. You lose your top corner in D.J. Reed. I just think this roster, and then you spend a second-round pick on yet another running back. Uh, I just think the roster is not good enough. You you need a good quarterback. And Russell Wilson, 
really elevated this team. How many times did he rescue that team in close games over the years? He wasn't healthy last season, so they dipped. And I think we saw what the future is like without a good quarterback in Seattle at the end of last season. Well, speaking of the future, the future is now in San Francisco. They made it very clear in the offseason. They were moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo. It's now Trey Lance's show. What do you think that show is going to look like? I think the show is going to look great. I'm very high on Trey Lance, but his passing yards prop to me came in too high. It was 34.75. It's already been bet down 50 yards to 34.25.5. Now, if he plays all 17 games, which is no guarantee, he only has to average 201 yards, which is not a lot in today's NFL. But he had two starts last season. One he went over, one he went under. The key is they have such an imaginative offensive scheme that it, that is very good at running the ball. You talk about Elijah Mitchell. You talk about Jeff Wilson. You talk about Debo Samuel getting the ball. And in camp, they've been practicing the read option with Trey Lance because he's such a good rusher. They have so many great runners, and they're so creative in the way they run the ball. I don't compare it at all to the Seahawks running attack. This is an explosive running attack, but I think Trey Lance can have a great year, and he can still fall well under this number. And Debo got his money, so he's happy. It's all good in San Francisco. And it's now Trey Lance's show. Quickly, let's show the recap of the four picks from this episode. Seahawks under six wins. Trey Lance will go under his uh, passing yard total. Then Zach's on Allen Robinson over his receiving yards. And then Cardinals under nine wins at minus 140. That is the NFC West. This is the Early Edge. Good luck. Good luck.